Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back if they even were here in the first place. <laughs> Some of them were here the first time. They're, they're probably like, where the hell did this one come from? Exactly. Welcome to the periodically recorded <laughs> podcast from the Ill-Mannered Media family of podcasts entitled Trade Paperback. Yeah. Straight from the internet. Straight from the internet. And, uh, you know, this is uh, D. Randall and uh, my good buddy here. Jeff Cashless. And what we do is we sit around and we watch way too much TV and then we talk about it. And then we talk about it with you. Well, to you. Really, yeah, we don't really care what they think. Yeah, more or less. It's not like they can respond to anything like that. Exactly. But yeah, this is what it is. Um, I apologize for the wait if apologies are in order, but... If you even waited. If you waited. <laughs> <laughs> they they might have forgot about us all together. They're like, oh, what is, oh, okay, I kind of remember this thing. Anyway, we're back. Trying I'll to get, break ourselves out of the sophomore slump. Yeah, I'll get better about it. I promise this one will be. Uh, at that, least. At least as good as the last one. Oh, at least, oh, how about scheduling now? Oh. Uh, Quality, that's up, that's, that's up to interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> no, scheduling, we will definitely record this sooner than we did. Between when was the last it? One? That was like was that way back in? That was in August, was it? Maybe early September. Okay. I can't remember. It, so it now was, it's basically early November. So yeah, so we're fine. We're bi monthly. We're fine. Um, we'll make it. Anyway, like I said, we're here to talk about some TV things that we always talk about. Yes, and um, I guess I'm just going to dive right into it. Just don't even. Just hit <clears throat> it raw. Just wow. Yeah, um, babe. Yes. It deserves to be here. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this one because I know this is like one of your favorite shows ever. I had to stop halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would not be remiss if I did not at least mention The Walking Dead this week because everybody's all, ah, shit, can you believe what happened? Oh my goodness. Can you goodness. believe what happened that we knew what was going to happen? We knew about this five years ago. <laughs> Um, just to give you guys some background, like I, I watched the first season of The Walking Dead, and I, I think I watched like the first three episodes of the second season, and I was like, I actually am one of those people that really dug the second season. I'm one of the, like ten people in the entire universe. Yeah, I was out. I was out, and you know, people, the the fandom around it built up year after year, and I was just like, y'all are really excited about a bunch of people walking around and argue and a lot of arguing and a lot of arguing, the the Talking Dead. <sighs> And so um, <clears throat> I came back aboard last season. Cause, uh, from, wait, wait, how much did you skip? You skipped from? I skipped season three, four, <laughs> and, five, and actually I, I, I caught like the last couple episodes of season five. I, so uh, I've seen way more Walking Dead than you have. Oh, you've seen, yeah, probably so. Um, and I was like, all right, it, it looks like it picked up a little bit. And, and I watched last season and... All things considered, I actually liked it. I thought it was a step up from where I left off in season two. <laughs> um, there were some weird spots in there, but I think overall there were a few episodes in there where I was like, okay, these are really good episodes of The Walking Dead. I like and, how you qualified that. <laughs> really good episodes of The Walking Not really good episodes of TV. Not well, really good television, but really I, good for I The Walking to, Dead. I have to be fair about it. And, and I, it's not that I hate the show. It's just that I've read the book. Yeah, I, and I think we both stopped at the same exact. Stopped at the same exact point. I've read the book, and the show itself 
doesn't deviate enough from the book where I feel like I have to be completely right. invested in it. And, and, that, and that's really why. And that's kind of why I lost interest because I'm like, all right, this is pretty much, with the exception of a couple things that I consider minor, it pretty much plays along with the book. So I already right. know what's going to happen. And I can spend my Sundays watching something else. Um, but I, I do think by the time we get into season five-ish and then last season, there there were enough things that were different that I was still able to be surprised about a couple of things. Okay. And, of course, everyone held their breaths at the end of last season because here comes Negan. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Good old the worst the, villain in maybe <laughs> comic book and TV history. Wow. <laughs> and for those of us who are familiar with the book, um, Negan came in in uh, issue 100, a pivotal issue 100, which was also the last book in that series that I actively or proactively read. I think I made it a few after that, and I was just like, this is garbage. I got to get out of here. Yeah. And, and my reasons for it were, were kind of weird, and I have to clarify this for people because I never really talked to anyone about it because I didn't think anybody would care. But it wasn't until, it wasn't until I, I um, good grief, man. I'm getting text messages for this freaking election coming up, man. You gotta, you, you gotta at least, come on. But this is for like the district, the district attorney. Uh, well, hey, that's actually serious. I know. In this town, that is that is the actual election that you really. I've already made my decision on it. I'm like, can y'all leave me alone? Y'all don't even give me an option to block it. Right. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, I, issue 100 for me, like reading 100 issues of The Walking Dead, which is a graphically violent comic book in and of itself, more violent than the than the, the sh actual show. Show absolutely, yeah. Um. I became, it became kind of redundant. Like the violence became redundant. Um, every few story arcs, they would meet someone Somebody that was that's bigger and badder than the last one. Yep. And they kind of ran out of ways to make villains interesting on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why Negan is just. Yeah. Like, and in, in not to, you know, disparage comics, but he's a mm -hmm. comical comic book hero. He's like the Joker. <laughs> he's, like, yeah, he's like the Joker if the Joker and. Deadpool had a baby and yeah. bad Deadpool corny jokes. Right. And the Joker's like total evil, sadistic parts were left. It's just right. it's really it, bad. It was just and, it, and to me when he when he was presented in the book, the dialogue and his attitude and everything about him just felt very it was like it was gratuitous. Like we, yeah. we're just gonna throw out every archetype of a villain and you know, throw it in here and then we're gonna kill off a popular character. Complete with motorcycle and leather jacket. Yeah. Like, just to make it just to make it shocking. And I was like, eh, I'm kind of over it at this point. It was basically schlock. It stopped being serious. It, it, then it just turned it, into schlock. Schlock. And that was I, the actual onomatopoeia. Schlock. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> it's like schlock and then thock. Was it? No, yeah, it was something corny like that. Now, here, and here's, and here's why. It was hard for me. When I read books, I give characters voices. We all do that. When we Everybody read, we, does, We right. give people like these internal voices. <laughs> and for me, Negan's voice, because of the way that they crafted his dialogue, you know, when he was like, fuckity, 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 I gave him the voice of Quagmire. 
in Family I, I Guy. I can see it. I can see it. And, and, and I couldn't shake it. I couldn't <laughs> shake it. So when I'm reading this and this guy's talking all this shit, in my mind, like he sounds like Quagmire. And I'm like, this is annoying and corny. And, you know, I was like, all right, so he beat Glenn with the bat, and the scene was, I was like, all right, dang, that's kind of jacked up, but it just felt gratuitous to right. me. Oh, look at that, your eyes popping out, giggity, giggity, giggity. That's what I heard in my right. head. And, you know, I've, I've skimmed through a couple issues since then, and, and the whole dynamic of the story with Negan now is actually in a place where I know I don't want to read the book anymore. So I'm like, all right, this is kind of, he's been around for like another 60 issues and the whole dynamic. So you stopped at hundred, so you don't know what the hatchet's about then. No, I do. Oh, okay. okay. Like I said, I've I've seen I've seen bits and pieces enough to know, but I don't read it month to month like I did back when I was really in the game. Well, here's the kind of exciting thing for me is that I don't know what's going to happen on the show next. At mm-hmm. least for a, a couple, you know, I kind of know the next couple episodes mm-hmm. probably, but after that, it's it actually might get good. Who knows? So, and I won't have any kind of preview to know what's coming up. So, and that's and that's actually why I'm on board. the The good thing about this season for me, like everyone's talking about um, how Abraham died, and they were surprised about that, and then they kind of backdoored Glenn dying, and they they and I will say they played that perfectly to the book. I, I can't even take that away from them. But what impressed me most about it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan's characterization of Negan was completely different from the internal dialogue that I had in my head. And I actually liked how he was still like an, like an arrogant, semi-joking jackass, but it wasn't like Quagmire from Family Guy. And I felt the dialogue was more methodical for a reason. It really played into painting him more as a psychopath and not just, again, not as like a comic-y archetypal villain. And I actually... I really understood how and why he needed to do everything he did to break Rick down. Like the, the, the pacing of that episode and the way that they did Negan in that episode, I was like, you know what? That was actually really good because it was contrary, it was contrary to the internal dialogue that I had when I was reading the book. Gotcha. So I was like, I can actually, I can actually get with this. And much like you, I have a general idea of where the story is now but now that I know, you know, I think after this season, they've got one more season, I think. Negan's been in the book for 60 issues. So I know that at this point, the story is going to have to deviate from the book in some shape, form, or fashion. Whether they accelerate the storyline and condense it right. or they make drastic changes, I'm actually kind of excited like you because finally I'm at a point where, all right, I can invest more in this show because I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to take your word. For, I'm going to skip all the stuff that I missed. I'm going to take your word for it and actually watch the season premiere. I guess I should watch the last episode of season five then also. Or was it six? Six. And then uh, see how, the, how it plays out compared to the books. And- yeah. The, the weird part is a lot of it plays out exactly the same. But seeing it acted out was completely different from like I said the voices that I had in my head of it and I, but I do think they did a better job of highlighting why he did what he did it didn't feel it was still gratuitous but it didn't feel as gratuitous because now you understand why that was necessary what yeah so from a yeah, twisted point of view and it, it made me more interested now to see the show going forward 
And, you know, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it, it looks like one or two characters might actually step up um, who did not step up in the book. And it, it could be interesting. I don't know. We'll see. That was more than just a touch. Just a tad. Yeah. Just, just a tip. Just a tip. Wow. Um, <laughs> more pause worthy. <laughs> um, but, you know, we have, we have more to cover. Um, Black Mirror season three dropped. Black Mirror season three. So you and I, I, I guess we can, I'm going to take credit for it, even though we may not have to. We were on Black Mirror before a lot of people were. Before a lot of people, yeah. Before a lot of people. The, uh, the British version back on BBC. Channel 4. Actually. Channel 4, BBC, yep. yep. And tell, 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 just kind of give a synopsis of what Black Mirror is. It's basically how, it's, it's set in quote-unquote tomorrow. It's basically how technology, the technology that are, that's available today works against us, although there are tools, it's basically uh, our creations that turn against us. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's actually pretty cool because a lot of what's featured in there really could be. Like a lot it, of it actually features... It's funny because the day after, the first episode of this new season comes out, the day after yeah. uh, the episode Nosedive where everybody is... What 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 your social capabilities are are based upon a score that an aggregate score of your social media. Yes, China comes out and says that yes, this is something that we want to do. Yeah. to the population <laughs> of China. So this is not set in the far future. This is set literally tomorrow. Right, and that's the most frightening aspect of this show is that most of the episodes, especially the older episodes, could easily be happened today something that you know right. that that could happen tomorrow um, and it, it really doesn't take very much of a cultural change or any real shift nope. to make any of this stuff possible and i think people look at it as maybe they don't i don't, I don't know but it just seems that people might look at these things as just far off dystopian science fiction but they're really just right at the cusp of we're at the cusp of ha these things happening yes and that's yeah. the real scary part of uh, yeah. black mirror yeah, um, just like um, White Bear from the from the second season. White was Bear, it the first, was first, that first season. season. First second season. episode, first season. Third episode, first season. Something like that. Yep. You know, um, that was one. Once we figured out what the twist was, I think both you and I had the same reaction. Like, yo, we could really see. That's kind, the, it. Kind of happens, but it's not judicial yet. Right. <laughs> right. It kinda, it's like World Star on steroids more or less yeah, right because so, people are they're observers and they, they they're observers and, and people are so desensitized to it that they will actually immerse themselves and so just for those who don't know what we're talking about white bear in a nutshell um, a young lady committed a crime I think don't she, spoil it for them okay I won't spoil it um, but something happened and she wakes up in a world where weird things are happening and everyone around her is filming her with their She's going through quite a bit of trauma. Right. You know, she's basically being tormented. You kind of did give it away. With I the gave person. it away yeah, so for the, for the eight people that are listening. <laughs> but uh, she's tormented, and people are just sitting by, and they're mindlessly just clicking away at their cell phones and, and filming her, and, and their reaction is to laugh at her torment. It's right. kind of what we do today on right. social media. You know, anytime somebody shares... A video of somebody uh, knocking somebody out or something right. like, you know, these world star videos, what have you. And you don't understand the story behind it. And once you understand the story behind this one, it makes it even more jacked up. Right. And, um, I mean, there's still a twist I didn't give away. Sure, sure, yeah. But I, I it's, it's, 
you know, it's for everyone's amusement, so to speak. So other people's torment can be broadcast and, and discussed for other people's amusement. And we all pitch in. We all pitch in. You know, in. It, it might be comments now, but in the future, it, it, who knows how, mm. how real things are going to get. Right. Which also reminds me of one of the other episodes uh, from the current season, um, the last episode, which was it, was, it was an okay episode, but the premise behind it was similar in that um, how popular opinion in social media can have very real consequences. Of, of consequences, right. And it's, it's, you know, and literally it was not a joke in this case. The, the episode itself, I felt, was a little long, and it was kind of like, eh. But you mean the pacing was slow? Yeah. Gotcha. Pacing was slow. It was, it's a 90-minute episode, and it, it could have been an hour. But the, the implications of it are very, very realistic. Very real. They're very today. Yeah, very today. Like, someone could literally flip a switch, and tomorrow this could be a thing. There's a couple episodes that happened in this season that are today. They they might one of them I thought was the uh, shoot I forgot the name but uh, the the army the roaches episode man uh, man at fire man at fire whatever but yeah 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 it was yeah, the next yeah. to last one it was like the fifth episode that one um, that, it's it's basically the that's the, that's that's my least favorite of this season. Mm. It, it's it's the uh, plot of this YA movie, this young adult book and movie, and they just turned it into something a little more humanist. Mm. But it, it it does kind of also play into I forgot the name of the movie. These aliens come and put these chips in these child soldiers' heads, mm. and they end up killing the human resistance, and mm. thinking that they themselves are the aliens. It's, gotcha. Yeah, but, but yeah, but it it also speaks to it, it parallels. And it's funny that that comes around during this election cycle. And, and the Syrian refugee crisis. And the Syrian crisis. refugee right, crisis right, right, right. and how everyone demonizes people that they, are, that they are taught to demonize when they're humans just like they are. Right. So that part of it, I was like, dang, that is, that is kind of it, deep. It's kind of deep. It's right. kind of deep. And, and everybody that, you know, the, the, the main, what's, what's the guy's name? He was the lead actor that played in Roots. He played Kutu Kante in the Roots miniseries. I, I can't think I don't of his remember name. The, he had a horrible American accent in this one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it kept dropping. It yeah. kept dropping. I was like, I was yeah. like wait, what is he? Is he from <laughs> New York? Or yeah, I was like, what is, what's going on? Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, the, 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 the character had signed up to be able to desensitize himself to yeah. the brutality that he, you know, he once pro he protested once he realized that 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 his victims were human. Right. But he knew that going in. He knew it going in. Right. And you know, in a lot of ways, people who are in armed forces now do that in in a less of a literal sense. Make America great again. Hmm? Make America great again. And, and it's funny because that's kind of <laughs> the kind of thing that. Because we're, we're basically talking about now, let's, you know, we'll talk about politics just for a second. But that's basically what, what people are asking us to do is basically demonize our actual neighbors now. Right. You know. Hey, I, no, I'm not, I'm, whatever. I'm not doing that. Um, what was your favorite episode of the season? I, I, I want to say Nosedive was, was probably, that, that's the one that really sticks with me. Um, what was the third one? The bank robbery one. The bank, yeah, that one. That one was that one. It just got me because it was so wrong. <laughs> it was just so wrong. The man. ending of that one was like, yeah. oh, oh, I thought he was just an innocent kid. No, I was oh. like, oh, 
So what was I don't remember the name, but uh, it just it, it's funny because all that stuff is that that's actually happening today. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. in the future about that. Yeah. That is that is that's stuff happening that's happening. To somebody right now. It's happening. So somebody's being blackmailed because of something that and it, it basically WikiLeaks. It's yeah. like something that somebody found something that a hacker found on somebody's hard drive or what have you. But the basic synopsis of the of the story is that, or here's the moral of the story: don't. Check out your malware apps before you download it. <laughs> Make sure that stuff is vetted and don't yeah. just take anything on the net for granted because you never know who's behind that, all that stuff. Never know. And, you know, just make sure you close your laptop or cover Put tape up. over Put your tape web. over the camera. And I, I, I got them all over here at this place and I, I don't have <laughs> like, no one's ever going to hack into me. Shh. <laughs> uh, you never know, but yeah, that one that one kind of got me because I was like, yeah, that that's happening to somebody right now. Right, as there's we speak. there's nothing far fetched about that at all. So compared to the uh, compared to the other seasons, um, I still like it. The 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 I, feel I, like I could tell it's more Americanized because it's more yeah, it's yeah. more American palette because the subtleties aren't there anymore. The subtleties aren't there, yeah. but I mean. I mean, you know, something has to be said about pig fucker. Like, that's something that you're not going to see on American television. True. <laughs> yeah, this episode, oddly, was a little bit, like, yeah. similar to pig fucker. Yeah. Because it was a blackmail by, the, by yeah. the World Wide Web. Funny, you know, and then David Cameron, art imitating life or life imitating art. That's true. David Cameron, like... Two months after Pig Fucker was released in America, <laughs> we find out that David Cameron, the the, the then PM of, uh, of of the UK, actually fucked a pig's head. So it's who knew? Maybe they knew. Maybe that was their way of blackmailing him. Those Brits, man, I tell you, yeah, there there were a couple in, in the in the purely British versions where I, where I was just like, wow, this is raw. What did you think of the the haunted? The, what was it, gamer? Some, yeah, it was like the gamer one. That one, that one was kind of. It was kind of weird. Um, it, like, I appreciated it once I finished watching it, because I was like, oh, okay, that, that was kind of jacked up. But the character was so unlikable. I was like, all, right. like whatever happens, please let this dude die. Because I, I just, I really don't care at this point what the twist is. But I was like, oh. You didn't think it was too too predictable? Oh, I predicted. I predicted yeah, every yeah. minute of it. Just, just every, yeah, basically, yeah. it's like, oh, this, come on, we know, we're, we know yeah. what's going on. This is yeah. not... What it, what we think it is? Yeah, I, I knew exactly what was happening, but but the, the very twist with the phone call and all that yeah. that was, I was like, oh, that's kind of jacked up. Um, the uh, San per- San Junipero San Junipero. That that, that's actually one of my. You didn't like it? No, I did. Well, when we talked about it, I was still watching it. I I it was weird because as I was watching it, I was like. Uh, like the first half of it, I was like, uh, I kind of got what was happening to a certain extent. I was like, all right, this is so boring. It's getting drawn out. Right. Because they're just being reiterating the same point. Right. Over and over. Right. But once the reveal came in, like, I think it was, I think it was the most meaningful story of the, of the, I, of the whole season. That's why I liked it. Yeah. Right. That's like, why it's one of my favorites. It's the most meaningful story. But it was basically like, oh, now that I under, once she got on top of the roof, once they got on top of the roof, it was like, yeah. oh, I know what's going on. And yeah. then they could have went to the reveal 
yeah. after that. Just basically like right after that. You right. know, we didn't need this chase where, oh, I'm going to the quagmire or, you know, I'm going to go to 2002 or whatever. Yeah. Just get to it. And it just was, get to it. It was just like, okay, I understand you're trying to develop something that doesn't need this much development. It's yeah. not a movie. Just get, get it yeah. over with. That's one that could have been much shorter. Yeah, but I, I was I was glad I made it through to the end of that one. I was like, this was actually the payoff was great. I yeah. thought the payoff was the payoff made it worth it, but it, it was just it was just everything everything that I thought I would like about Vanilla Sky. I'll say that. Okay, all right. All right. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's Black Mirror. I, I do suggest you watch it, and if you haven't watched the first two seasons, definitely go back and watch those. Watch the first two seasons. Yes, Just definitely. That's even if you don't watch the third, watch yeah. the first two and, seasons, and make sure you watch the Christmas, Christmas special, special too. That was oh, I forgot. That one was crazy on so many levels, but definitely watch that one. I I, I appreciate I, I appreciate sci-fi like that that. It, it's not too far-fetched and it's not too fantastic and it's very believable and it scares me because again this conceptually could be it's scary shit yeah yeah there's no boogeyman shit here um, so yeah that's that speaking of uh, conceptually close things mm-hmm. well I don't I don't know this might be a little bit far off but uh, Westworld mm. has uh, premiered in the between the time that we <laughs> did our shows. I think, it's like, I think it's like on like episode six. It's like close to the finale. We just watched episode four, so it's not too bad. All right. So what, what do you think? What do you think so far? So far. So I'll go back to what my expectations were for it. Because right, well, a couple weeks before it came out, I went back and started watching the original Westworld. Series or the movie? The, the movie. Okay. Not the series. And uh, I kind of remember Jurassic the, Park with robots. Yeah. And yeah. I was I was like, uh, Michael Crichton is not that original. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Um, you kind of did the same thing over and over. But based on the previews of the show, I was like, I really want to check out what's He did predict the computer virus though. He did yes, yes. That's hey, he, yeah. he he knows his stuff. Yeah. And it's um so far I'm I'm really, really into it. I'm really into it because it, I don't know if it was you that said it or somebody else that said it. In some ways, I, I kind of get the feeling that I got in the first season of True Detective. That there's a, there's a mythology behind it. Yeah. yeah there's, it's a, a, there's a deep mythology behind it. I don't correct. know if I said it, but that's something yeah. I, I, I totally think about. Okay. It. Somebody said it. I'm not going to take credit for it, but somebody said it. And I, I, I completely agree with that. There's a deep mythology behind it. And it's not being revealed to us all at once, which I truly appreciate. Um, Apparently, this thing is going to ride out for six or seven seasons. Oh, I, I have no doubt that because it it's world creation is what we're doing right now. Yes, and it, it, we're laying the people. Somebody hit me up the other day. It was like, I need this thing to do something. It's like it's doing it. It's doing. It's threading yeah. a lot of things simultaneously. Yeah, you have to really be in tune to those things because the person that I spoke with. Still considered the robots. They're like, why are these people so whiny? He's like, they're not really whiny people. They're not people you wouldn't call your microwave whiny. Right. <laughs> it's like they're beings that are just discovering their consciousness and their existence, and they're having their first glimpses of rea- of actual reality. Imagine, remember back in the uh, back in the eighties and nineties when we had VCRs, and you would record over a tape. Right. Record over it again and again and again. And at one point after like your fifth or sixth recording over, 
when you're watching the video, you see three or four videos kind of playing at the same time. Exactly. Now, imagine that 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 was your memory. And imagine that one day you became self-aware and that was kind of how you saw the world. And, and, and it, well, let's not say that you became self-aware because right. there now, there's no you before you become self-aware. So the thing is, it's, it's this, this basic machine learning and the, react, the, the way that the, the, uh, the machine learning works for the, what are called the hosts is that their experiences keep programming uh, on top of their previous programming. Correct. So all these new, these, these, what seems like to them, new experiences or experiences out of anywhere are writing, rewriting the programming. And it, was, it played out really subtly in uh, Dolores. Mm -hmm. uh, they said, oh, you know, she, you know, she just got her first vision of a previous uh, program that she'd ran and she started to have some breakdowns. Right. Her father actually had a, a full-out breakdown just from finding a picture and having a memory leak through. Uh, she, uh, they said, you know, they just, they just basically wiped her, <clears throat> wiped her memory. And the, the last thing they said before they cut to her again was, uh, you know, the programming of these hosts is infallible and mm -hmm. there's no way they can harm a guest. Correct. Could not hurt a fly. And then the next scene, they cut to the scene of Dolores' face of fly walking on her face. And next thing you know, she slaps it. And she swaps the fly. Like, it's really, really, uh, it, that's a little probably a little more obvious than the rest, but there's a lot of subtle things that, that lead to that kind of, uh, you know, that conclusion that these are, these uh, small glimpses of these uh, memory leaks are changing the, f the fundamental being that, that's behind these hosts, whatever right. it might, what that might be. Whatever it is. And I, I think we are really, especially this is a show that's going to run for several seasons, we are really seeing the tip of the iceberg. With this right, this is, this is basically nothing. Yeah, this is essentially nothing. Um, Ed Harris as the man in black has become a much more captivating character. Than the original Man in Black. Than the original. Man well, the original Man in Black was a host. Yeah. Then, but Aaron Harris is now, I guess, the oldest guest. He's been he's there old, since the beginning. He's been there since. Oh, he's been there for I think twenty years or something years. like that. Thirty years. Thirty years. Yeah. And uh, his, it was thirty years ago that this catastrophic event happened. Whatever this incident was. And I think it has something to do with Wyatt. Yeah. That's my thinking. Whoever Wyatt is, has something to do with uh, Arnold, one of the. Uh, the creators. One of the creators along with Anthony Hopkins' character. Ford. What's his name? Ford. Ford, yeah. I, I, and he's always Anthony Hopkins to me. Just <laughs> Jeffrey Wright is Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright is Jeffrey Wright. Like, I don't know his name on the show. <laughs> Bernard Lowe. Okay, that too. And something happened, and this guy, you know, there, there are a hundred different narratives going on in Westworld at any given time, and this guy is basically driving his own right now because he wants to get to the heart of what he believes Arnold um, left as kind of like the unwritten narrative in the story. We kind of learn about why he's so interested in the game, though, in the last season, the last episode. He wants the game to become more real and more dangerous. He right. wants the ability to have the host kill him. Right. Or the option that, that the game is now deadly because as it is, the host... You get shot by a host, and it's like a pellet or something just bounces off. Yeah. So he wants to take it to the next level where the stakes are real, and yeah. he only gets basically one life. So he's an expert. He's basically the top gamer. Right. You know, <laughs> he's some kid in a basement. But he's a top gamer of this world, and he wants to get to a level where 
if you lose, you die, and, and yeah. it's a one-shot deal. He wants to He's been playing the game for 30 years, he and he knows all of these routines and all these loops that all these yep. hosts are on. So, he, you know, you see him breaking into some of these loops. Yep. And it, there seems to be – and it actually seems to be uh, different levels as he's getting towards this quote-unquote maze. Right. I don't think it's a maze. It looks more like a circuit to me. Probably so. But uh, as – you know, Lawrence, the uh, Clifton – Johnny Clifton – Jimmy Clifton Jr., mm-hmm. Clifton Jr., that Clifton guy. Clifton Davis Jr., something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that guy. But um, he gets, he gets, uh, he kidnaps this this prisoner and takes, you know, uh, Jimmy Clifton Davis Johnny Jr., <laughs> he takes it back to his hometown, and there are, there are hosts in that hometown that are aware of uh, a little bit of a higher level of the game right. than the regular hosts that are just, and this is an area that isn't really doesn't look like it's a vid. There's parts of the, what's really interesting. There's parts of the game or the world that the hosts just kind of do their own thing, right? Outside of human interaction, right? Which it seems to also kind of alter uh, their behavior, as we saw with the uh, the woodcutter, the only guy that can handle right. the axe. So uh, it doesn't even take human interaction for these hosts to kind of. So it might be something that Arnold maybe programmed originally that these memory leaks are going to lead to because it said. Because you remember Ford had said to Bernard, he said, uh, when he was going over the chart, mm-hmm. he was saying that Arnold wanted to create a consciousness that's in the base programming. Right. So if he was going to do that, and the base programming is, is Arnold's programming, then it's with or without human interaction or changing the programming or Correct. changing the loop, they're still going to achieve consciousness. And, and that guy had a desire to do something. Right. And, ev- you know... The axe cutter, that is, that guy. Yeah. The host, the axe cutter host had a desire to go somewhere that wasn't in his loop and do something that wasn't in his programming. Right. And when he realized he couldn't achieve it or he was interrupted, he decided to terminate his programming right. altogether and right. destroy himself. It's kind of a statement on free will. Right. You know, what happens, I guess in a metaphorical sense, what, what happens when people really realize that they're free. And that's something that, that Bernard had literally said to Dolores. Mm-hmm. He said... And he's talking about the maze also. When right. he said to Dolores, he said, "If you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some kind of programming that's going to allow you to get to a new level where you might be able to make the choices that you want to you make. You know, and the, and it's, it's funny that the hosts are inquisitive in an almost human-like nature. Right. So it makes me believe, there's a couple things that it makes me believe. It makes me believe that some of the people that we believe are humans are not actually humans. I agree. Right. I, I, for one, I'm just uh, this is my theory so far. I believe that Bernard is actually a host. I'm with you on that. I think that he's one of Arnold's original hosts, <laughs> and he's achieved consciousness. And Anthony Hopkins is close to him, but he's not close to anyone else because he realizes he's so far. Anthony Hopkins has really only been kind and close to non-humans. He's only been kind and close to hosts. Right. Bernard is kind of the exception in that. So. <clears throat> We see that Anthony Hopkins kind of treats him like a child, you know, and uh, it it brings him along just slowly, whereas uh, the program director or the the production director, he wants to exert his power over her and say, basically, you are nothing, you know, we kind of, you're nothing compared to what I, I'm the god of this world. Right. So I believe that Anthony Hopkins is like the god archetype, and then, and then, then Bernard is kind of like the Jesus you know, it's like, 
okay, I'm going to make a creation, and then my creation is going to make creations. Yeah. So it's, you know, that could, yeah. I don't know. What, no, that's I, just I, my I, theory. No, I, I, I'm with you on that. I feel like he's one. Um, I'm curious to see what type of power Ford has. Um, he's He's got some type of hold over everything. Because, like, I was really impressed in the last episode. Right. The fourth episode when he's when he's talking to old girl and just like he doesn't it, he doesn't nothing there's no interface there's no interface he doesn't offer any right. type of command he's just like everything stops and then when he wants everyone to move away they just start moving away and he does nothing to initiate that but he knows that it's, he knows that it's happening and he toys with her in saying that you know this is a place that she had gone to when she was a child mm-hmm. I know everything about you and I don't care about it because then he has the earth mover yes. about to destroy something that she felt some kind yes. of he says I am attachment. not a sentimental person right. I was like yes. and he's not a sentimental that's why I'm saying that he's not a sentimental person he doesn't really care about humans one of his best friends is like an old host that drinks and plays piano or what have you and I think that's why Bernard he, so he became kind of like or maybe there is no Arnold I don't know, but he seems to kind of embody the same characteristics that he talks about Arnold in yeah. that, uh, you know, Arnold only talked to those and only really cared about right. those. Oh, it's deep, man. And I, like I said, I, like we both said, I think I think they're just scratching the surface on this. Um, I'm pretty sure by the end of the first season, something is going to. There's some allusion to the movie, too, when they say, like, oh, the place where the snake lays the, yes. its eggs. The snake was the first host in the original movie to go bad. Before the man in black did, the snake bit. Yeah. So, and I believe. That's right. Yeah, the snake was the first one to go bad. And the snake went bad when they went out there. Yeah. When they went away from the town, Sweetwater, whatever it's called. I also believe that the two characters are the same two characters from the original movie that um, one was James Brolin mm-hmm. and the other guy, the French-looking dude, whatever, the guy with the mustache. One was basically a guy that had been there before and one was a newbie, yeah. one was a purely good guy and the other one was kind of a little bit of a rough and tumble kind of dude. So yep. I think it's it's kind of a, all a replay of the... We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But so far, this is, this is my kind of thing because I love yeah. to go crazy looking at all the minutia. <laughs> yes. I will say that I've I've watched each, each episode at least. Well, I've watched each episode twice. Yeah, at least. Just because at, at the first casual glance, I'm like, I know I just missed something. And, right. and every time I watch it, I, I see something that I didn't notice before. I'm also interested in Tandy Newton's character uh, because now we we see that. I'm interested in that character for other reasons also. Well, I mean, you know, she was running around bucket naked. Bucket naked. And uh, I was definitely interested in that. But we see that her character is starting to realize things, and it's probably not the first time that she's realized certain things and seen certain and things. And she's had two different loops. Mm-hmm. As what happened, the same thing that happened with Abernathy, who's uh, Dolores' dad. Yep. Once he started to come to some kind of consciousness, they repurposed him. Yep. So maybe they're going to repurp- They repurposed her from being this pioneer woman to being the madam because in her other loop, you know, she came to consciousness also. Yep. So, curious. To and see she's that. also one of the older hosts there, yes. too. So, it seems like the older the host is, the more that, that, that you know, recording over, as, as you kind of put it, yep. leaks, the memory leaks happen and, and, and they maybe get a little bit closer to consciousness. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, they, they probably need to freshen it up and just keep spitting out some new ones. 
Because the machines are about to take over. You <laughs> know what I mean? You know what I mean? You heard? But yeah. Um, so There's if only you're, five years left. If you have some rhymes. How sick is he right now? Like, it's been 16, <laughs> 16 years. 16 years. Well, if you count the five, it's been 21 years since five years it's were left. It's a great prediction, bro. <laughs> great, great. Terrible prediction. Timely, timely prediction. Terrible prediction. Um, but if you are not watching Westworld, you definitely... It's time to catch up. Yeah, it's definitely. It's you deep. definitely need to get up on this one. Um, it has the potential to. Well, let, let me not put it in the same vein as Game of Thrones. I was going to say it. I believe so. Okay. I, I, be, yeah. I believe so because the the world building that they're doing this early is way bigger than the world building that Game of Thrones did. I agree. At the same point in the I first agree. season. I agree. Because uh, we really we really didn't know very much about all the way that all the personality threading and character threading yep. in between characters but we kind of already realized that for the main character I mean, mm-hmm. actually um, funny there's uh, the girl from um, Dear White People is joining the cast like mm. the next I think it's the next episode really and I, I I just you know read that she's coming I think she's gonna be the grown it doesn't make any sense but the grown daughter of Thandie Newton it doesn't really make any sense because robots don't Technically well, grow. I have another theory though, but they are organic though, because uh, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Like uh, she had an MSRA. Thandie Newton had an MSRA. Yeah. So there's some organic. We don't really know. There's some organic compound component, and then some who knows mechanical component. But they com- they do surgery on them. Yeah. It's it's really weird. I'm wondering if if the, the personalities or the consciousness that, that's apparent that's present in the host is somehow derived from real people. That's, that's another thing that I'm really the thinking picture, of. The picture, the Times Square picture. The Times Square picture. Was that, that looked like Dolores. Yeah. Right. I, I'm just wondering, though, if, if these were, like, real people in some part that were, that were imported into it somehow. I don't know. And, it, and if so, Why? To make it more realistic, I guess. If you if you map the human psyche somehow and put it into an AI. San Junipero. San Junipero. <laughs> so that, that's that's another theory that I'm working with. And I'm trying not to... What is the outside world like? If this is the Disney world, what is the regular <laughs> yeah. world? That's what I want. I want to see a peek into that. Because that's probably going to be some scary stuff. We might. If this is where you got to go to get away yeah. from the world, then yeah. the real world in this... In this universe, it's got to be jacked up. Yeah, I think we'll see that within a few seasons. Yeah, I believe so too. I think we'll see that right now. I don't. I I think it's inevitable. It's unavoidable. Yeah, it it has to be. Um, So yeah, check that one out for sure. For definitely, for sure. For definitely, for sure. Um, What else are we watching? I watched uh, Glitch. I watched the whole season like in a day. The whole first season of that. It's uh, yeah, it's a Netflix exclusive. One of their foreign shows that they import. Mm -hmm. It's basically, um, if you ever saw, did you have you ever seen In the Flesh? Yes. Okay, so it's basically kind of the same concept in the flesh, uh, but a little more mystical because you don't know, there's there's a kind of understanding in In the Flesh, where the zombies came back to regular life, but they were kind of like medicined and doctored back yeah. to being human again. These are people that have sometimes, in some cases, been dead for hundreds of years, and they emerge from the grave. In perfect health. Fully intact. Fully intact. Hmm. The, the Where it's either mystical or science is that in this small Australian town, 
there's a large uh, pharmaceutical company called Norgard. It's actually spelled no regard, but they call it Norgard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it's, I think, the, come on, that's yeah. not even that. But, uh, and we find out that some of the characters that are just normal people in this town are actually people that are returned from the dead. It's not just these people that have this, have come out of the grave in this wave of people that have, you know, recently, according to the show's perspective, come out of the grave. So Interesting. you don't know who's a dead person walking around and who's a live person. It makes for some pretty interesting, interesting. twists. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not really written really deeply yet. It seems like there's only one season on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There's like eight episodes. But it's a good binge watch if you, if you want to get into it. Yeah, my wife was asking me about it because, uh, and I, I think I saw a couple. Of people, you mentioned, it and a couple other people mentioned. It. I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to put it on. But it, you know, it, it appeared nowhere on my. And it, on yeah, my it's Netflix like it's, it's it's really dug down, and you have to either search for it or you have to go to like all Netflix exclusives. Yeah, and then it's you know just by alphabet. But it seems to be one of these sleepers because people are saying, oh, if you liked Stranger Things. In the in lieu of season two coming mm-hmm. out, watch this in the meanwhile. Okay, so yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, it's worth it. I'll, you won't be. I don't think you'll be disappointed. You might say, okay, this is we're we're a little bit redundant on some of these parts, but yeah, it's worth it overall. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely check that one out. Um, I'm also watching Insecure. I am on, also watching Insecure on HBO. Um, and for those of you who are not familiar with that, it features Issa Rae who. Came to prominence with her uh, web series. Web series Diary, Diary of an Awkward Girl. Is that what it's called? Yep. Or Awkward Black Girl. Awkward Black Girl. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, you know, Awkward Girl. I don't like see no color. difference. All races matter. I don't see color. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that privilege. Um, but yeah, this is basically the HBO version of that show. Seems like HBO is kind of doing that now. Like, <laughs> We're just gonna like, scour the web and get High Maintenance as another web series. That's, yeah. And both in the same season. Yeah. And it's, I really like both of these shows, actually. I, I have to catch up on High Maintenance. I, I've seen some of the video, uh, Vimeo clips of it. it it's done episode. really well. It's, it's very loosely sur- uh, surrounding. It's basically Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. but a little bit, little bit more serious. It, but you'll see why whenever you catch up. Okay. Um, yeah, Insecure, I'm down with because it's, it's unapologetically black. <laughs> Unapologetic. <laughs> the latest episode is called "Racist as Fuck." Like, yeah. yes, that's real. Yeah. Like, why aren't any of these children uh, swimming in the ocean? Don't uh, I, I? You know, it, it's it's so it's slavery, right? <laughs> that's the best. That's the answer to every question they might ask. Slavery. That's, you know what? I'm gonna start doing that. Just like, hey, <laughs> just write a book. Everything you want to know about black people, we're scared to ask. You just like one page slavery. Slavery. <laughs> no, but she's she's I mean she's kind of an every woman. She's she thinks and says things that we think exactly. a lot of times, especially right. in that world. And it's it's I'm really drawn to the show because of her. Like she's 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 like a very dope character. She's uh, a re- another relatable character. Very. Uh, you know, you have Atlanta and you have Insecure, you yeah. know, this like the relatable not necessarily all the way hood, but not necessarily all the way right. Tyler Perry evil guy that right. makes a billion dollars a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's really dope. It's a scaled down show. It's about um, her. What, what is it? What about? is it about? Actually, I, I was about to. I was it's about to. It's kind of the Seinfeld of like, yeah. What is the deal? 
I guess I guess I guess you could say at, at at its base that it's about the experiences in dating in in yeah. LA for I guess. Well, I guess but I'm glad I'm glad that it's not like the black version of sex in the city that it's not right. specifically and only about dating dating cuz that would I dating would like, and right. socializing yeah, I'm that, like all right I'm over we, that we we we've got that in I'm it. over that it's about being awkward and black that's actually a uh, a show on Netflix um that's based in Nigeria that I forgot the name of right now. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, There's like a, sex, a Nigerian sex in the city yeah, by an American, American Nigerian. No. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. No, this is about being awkward and black or, or being kind of like not really in one category and being black. Sure, because you see, you see multiple facets of her. Right. You see her working in you know, at least a semi-corporate Environment or her friend working in some corporate environment. Mm-hmm. Then you see him going to a you know a, a, a hood spot. Hood spot. You know it's 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 kind of like the the actual experience. This is people that we know. This is us. Right. This is us. <laughs> this is people that, besides us. You know, being male, it's basically yeah. you know the, the world that we live in. And so I'm I'm down with insecure. I, I really hope I really hope it stays up. Um, a couple of people who I don't think have really refined taste was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to stick around because I don't really know what it's about and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you don't have to know. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to follow a specific narrative. Sometimes you just need to see slices of life that you identify right, slice with. Right, slices of life shows, right. And just, and just run with it. Speaking of which. They're windows into somebody else's experience. Yeah. Just like Atlanta. Well, hold, I want to oh, get, oh, get, I'm, I'm backing up. I don't, don't want to move yet. Let me back up. Let me back up. I w- here's one thing that I would, and it actually it happened on cue. I was like, I really need them to develop her boyfriend. Yes, a little bit more than we can't care about you leaving a dude that we don't know anything about. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about that. Like, right. We need this guy to have some kind of motivational factor other than I'm gonna leave you if you don't do some shit. Right. And then now you see like, oh, actually, he's kind of got some of his shit together. He's just like the rest of us, yeah. in that he doesn't want to move backwards. Or stay stagnant, right? And he's obviously an eligible dude because bank teller chick is bank you know, teller chick was thirsting like, yeah. on him. So yeah. hey, what it do? She might could get it too. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's she, set up. She might already have one person. I need them to get rid of though is uh, the blood <laughs> from no, downstairs. It was. It was funny the first. Yeah, like the that bouch. That bouch. I mean, it, it, come on. Is that gonna? I hope we don't have one of those every episode though. Can they, you can keep them. You can keep them, but you can have to. You can have to like move every them around th- a every bit. Every three or four episodes, got, or, or give them, give them some breath, man. Like <laughs> widen them up a little bit. Have them do some. Have them mess with his daughters or something. Like you could be a good like quote unquote Kramer. You know that you know it's a comic relief kind of dude yeah. that pops in every once in a while. But don't just have them just turn C's into B's. <laughs> that's, that's a waste. Hey man, that's that's how they see. That's how they see. Uh, that's how they see Crips, man. That's how they see I, I, I guess, man. That's Whatever. how they see Bloods, man. I don't know. I, I, I think it's hilarious, though. But it's good, man. She spits those bars in the mirror. And I, just, I, I, me, I, I'm in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Mine aren't so personal, though. Mine's just mostly... Now, I hope she doesn't get bold enough that she like starts doing that for real, for real. Like You, ne- you never know. It's only the first couple of the first like three episodes. I know, but I'm just saying somebody's gonna be like, "Hey, 
Issa, you ever thought about doing like a road tour where you just go out and you just spit that hot fire? She's going to do a poetry reading She's next. She's going to do broken pussy Poetry line. reading. <laughs> All right. Now we can segue in Atlanta. Okay. Since we're talking about poetry readings. Man, yes. Atlanta kind of rounds out like currently like one of the blackest eras of television ever. Well, it, it doesn't round that bitch out. It spearheads it. Spearheads it. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. Bumped the mic. Spearheads it. Because uh, that, that is the realest experience. I mean, so you know, you have episodes that are surreal, but <laughs> it's some real stuff. Like, that is... Real, live shit. Uh, I, had, I had no idea what to expect of this show when they announced it. When, when I saw the trailers, <laughs> or the teasers, yeah. I was like, oh, so it's just going to be like a buddy, you know, we're, you know, we're just doing these things every day whatever some side rappers them. trying to make it right exactly Atlanta, the, the struggle or what yeah. have you but it, it it it's it's surprising every episode is surprising yes every episode is different and something completely new yeah and it does not insult my intelligence or insult my taste it's very i think it does i think it relies upon it yes. and that's why there's so many people you know that are like i don't get it like some people just don't get it. I think there's just not. I don't want to insult anybody's intelligence or anything like that. But I, I think that there's a, there's a there's a, um, a certain amount of experiences. I think that Atlanta already knows that uh, the audiences have mm-hmm. and relies on that to to base their storytelling on. Yes, like the you know uh, the 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 cocoa crisps or the whatever the coconut crisp <laughs> commercial. Yes, I mean these things are just really. You know, if you take it face value as this is just comedy, it's not going to work for you. Yeah, that's that's not what the that's not what the payoffs are. Right, I, I'm I'm really impressed because I've I've always been a, a fan of Donald Glover in terms of his acting and, and his his comedy, even going back to the the Derek comedy days. Um, I didn't care for him as much when he started rapping. As I'm all right with it. I I appreciate his talent. And I can't say he's bad. I just didn't care. Uh, yeah, I get it. It's not for you. Yeah, Whatever. I just didn't care. But I, I was I was a big fan of his writing. Um, anyone yeah, who, absolutely. In, anyone who remembers Derek comedy from back in the day, Bro Rape is a classic. You should all go back and see it. The look on my face right now. So YouTube. No, trust me. If you if you watched right. it, you'd be like, That okay. reminds me of something that happened. Anyway, oh, me and same. Remix used to... No. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you guys should never ever do that ever again. Never again, <laughs> especially yeah. now. Especially now in yeah. these uh, PC times. Um, so I never had any doubt that that he could write the show well, but I, I like how he. Well, first of all, just knowing from a production standpoint how it how how it works, he and his friends, like an all black crew. Not that it matters, but it's really him and his his close friends who are all you know cool with each other actually write this. I, I just found out. No, like, yeah, I, yeah, I've read that also. This show was actually greenlit like three years ago on FX. They 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 bought it outright just based on the treatment alone for the show. Wow. And and his one caveat was, if if I'm going to do this, I want complete my own people to write it. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be the guy behind the camera, but I'm gonna pick someone who's a dope cinematographer to to spearhead that. But as far as writing and the voice, it needs to be essentially the people that I have in my room, 
and and no network people. And you can tell. You can tell if there were network people involved, it would destroy this. And I, I read a, I read a little article or actually a little blur about how one of the network people wanted Paperboy to live in a trap house, and it's like that yeah. would yeah that's yeah. come on already yeah you, you're, you're killing me yeah. And you know the thing is, Paperboy is a—he's not like a young dude, right? He's you know? an—he worked in an actual job. Like, he's probably our age. I'm just like, right, exactly. He's not gonna live in a trap house. He sells weed. Yeah, who's trapping weed? Like, like you know, no, he's—he's he's got money, but it's, um, but but even like Donald Glover's character, I, I really appreciate his character, Earn Ernest. Uh, because believe it or not, he more or less plays the straight guy, but he's kind of like the observer. And, and, and he's, I, a, he's yeah, he's like third party to the madness, right? He's, he, yeah, he, he's in the position that I find myself in most times. Uh, yeah, that actually makes a whole lot of sense. Where a lot of shit is happening around, and I'm just kind of reacting to it like this shit is dumb, and I'm just sitting here taking it as long as I can until, as we saw in the, the most recent episode, he was like, "All right, yeah, this shit is this shit is weird. <laughs> this place is weird. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm out. It's not happening. It's it's what we deal with all the time. He's the one that he's the one that makes you realize how absurd the, the world the world that him. we live in. Yeah. Right. And I, I really appreciate that. Uh, I love Darius's character because he might be. He might be the deepest character on the show. I think we're going to learn things about Darius. <laughs> like, he's probably on the spectrum somewhere, but he's like a genius, like an idiot savant. But what's so dope about him is that he's just so, he's so unbothered. Nonchalant about everything. By right? everything. Like, when, when he was, uh, like the first episode, when, when Ern's father, you know. Can I measure your tree? Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, Okay. Like when he when he tried to get back into back the in club, the VIP. yeah, back into the VIP, and he had the wrong color wristband. He's like, "Nah, it's not happening." He was like, "Okay, it's not that important." This is meaningless. Yes, this is meaningless. <laughs> that's, that's what my, he said. That's my like, favorite line of that like, whole yeah. whole episode. Like, I died laughing at like, that. This is because that's basically me. It's, yeah. in my head, I wouldn't say it to the bouncer boy. Like, <laughs> this is actually meaningless. This is like, meaningless. <laughs> like because in essence, it is, and it actually reminded me of a song you you guys made. <laughs> the club in a club, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was dope, man. It was dope, and and just like the 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 subtle callbacks in each episode are hilarious, like the invisible the invisible car. car. Oh, that was so dope, and it's actually a real. That's a real Instagram account too. Is it really? Yeah, it's a real Instagram account. <laughs> um, that was dope because at the very end, for a split second. You saw the invisible car. Saw the, you saw the, quote unquote, <laughs> saw the invisible car. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the ban network, the BAN network episode. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. That, was, that was genius because, again, I love it because this is all still part of the narrative, but it completely breaks from the format. It, uh, it broke the from the format. Show. It's still telling the story. Exactly. It's still t it wasn't. And so that's another thing. Some people thought it was just like this trip. Kind of, but it's kind of it's the same way as the uh, the uh, episode of uh, Mr. Robot. That's the '80s episode, right. '80s sitcom episode. It's right. the same. It's it. It was a visually different episode. The storytelling was different, but it's the same story just continued. Yeah, yeah. and it was it was so it was so poignant. Yeah, we got to see uh, you boy talking about being transracial, and I I thought that that was just 
That like, was I was a, I was on the floor. I li- I I, my, I, I guffawed like <laughs> belly roll straight up, and I I I almost I almost died of not being able to breathe several times. And just that little segment of of the interviews, was just, yeah, oh, too much. And then just going back and seeing that that guy is actually like a an Instagram, like YouTube. Yeah, video. I was like. This is it's, it's so meta. So it, it, like, or Zan, the the Instagram guy is like a video hustler, like an online video hustler. Like he he makes like videos for corporations. Like that's his job. You remember the the, the guy, the pizza delivery guy, Zan? It was it was uh, the second episode. Oh, the, the little Asian. Yeah, little Asian. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's act, that's actually his job. It's like, but not social media. But he's a he's like that's what he does. He's right. Like, Dude, I okay. So back back on the band episode, I didn't realize this until I talked to our boy Anthony Demby the other day. Um, the commercial with uh, uh, what's the Nation of Islam looking dude. Uh, oh, oh uh, Andre, not uh, um, yeah, whatever his name. Whatever is. his name is. I didn't realize that that was the same guy from like the first episode. First that was episode. on the bus. Yeah, yeah. The, the Nutella. You didn't. You didn't realize I, it, that it was. I didn't. It didn't even click at the time. Oh, you can't. You got. You can't be serious, dude. I, it did not. As soon click. as I saw him, as soon as I saw him come up, I was like, I died, dude. He's like a free juice and a new Nutella. And then I actually went back and watched the first episode. I was like, he's got a Nutella. But he. But he. But he. He basically says in the commercial, "From I'm from your dreams." I'm from your dreams. So we know now that Ern had fallen asleep on the bus. Yeah. It, 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 the writing, brilliant again, dude. That's, that's what I'm saying. Those subtle callbacks. I was just like, ah. So once the season is over, did you call the number? No, nah, I didn't. What What happens when you call the number? A, there, he's on there like it's like a voice messaging service. You leave your number. I left my number. No one's called me back. But what is he like? That's why I did the call. It's like I don't know where this number is going. <laughs> I, just, I, I was like, screw it. I'm just gonna that. try. You might have a Nutella sandwich show up. I might have like a three hundred dollar <laughs> charge on my phone. I don't know. Uh, oh man, you might get the little troll face uh, coming oh, to your text. Your text no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Block. Uh, yeah, if that shit ever happens to me. This is a callback to my career. I'm just like, man, just put out whatever you got, dude. Because I'm, I'm just gonna throw away my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm just gonna move to another country. Black Mirror just teaches you, like, just go ahead and throw away your life now. It's, it's gonna just be don't shit touch anyway. anything that's connected to anything. Anything. Yeah. Not paper, not pencil either. <laughs> but yeah, Atlanta right now is um, it's it's my favorite show because it. It, not just because it's unapologetically black. It's because it shows, like, it, it really mirrors the voice of, even though I'm a little bit older than he is, of, of our generation. Like, we don't have to adhere to a certain format in television. This is storytelling with our voice, with our experiences. Um, and some episodes, some episodes take place over the course of an entire day or an entire week. Some episodes take place over a couple hours. Over a couple hours, um, some episodes basically feature one character. Yeah, basically. I love the single character episodes. Yeah. So basically, the the, the BAN was basically real time. Yeah. You were watching the show as it was presented right. to the audience of the BAN network. Right. Uh, I love the uh, the episode with Vanessa. New I, Bay. I love Vanessa. New Bay. You know, hey, she's up there. New Bay. She's, she's up there, bro. What'd you call her Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year, dog. New Bay. She came out of nowhere. I don't New know. Who where? 
Yes, but she's it's it's not just she's a good looking girl. She's good, but she, she's but a, the character is yes. just oh man, that's like real. That's what I, that's what I'm looking for. That <laughs> <laughs> she's real though. She's real though. Somebody needs to uh, teach her how to pass a piss test. But oh, she's, bro, uh, she's yeah. real. Um, now backtracking a little bit. We haven't had a chance to talk about this on this podcast, but a lot of people were really, really impressed with the um, the booking scene. And uh, me, <laughs> the most realistic sent the booking everybody holding cell everybody scene says in the history of the universe. Everybody the says of, it. You know how many times jail has been done in movies, dude? They're doing jail scenes like. All over the world right now, and they're bullshit. They're they're <laughs> they're throwing dudes in a cell immediately. Like that's what's happening in, in jail scenes. They got a cell like in the back of the office on on a on what is it, NCIS or yeah. whatever. Like just garbage. But like, that was so real. There's everybody in that scene is a dude you've met before in holding. Every <laughs> single one of them, dude. Ridiculous. Like, I haven't even been in, in holding before. And I was like, I feel like I've been here before. It, it is one. The crazy dude that there, that's there every week, mm-hmm. everybody knows him. Everybody that's been there wants to see him because he basically, some of these guys get locked up on purpose because they get three hots in a cot or whatever. Yep. Not, and the, the old man that wants your nasty sandwich <laughs> and your tiny ass apple that, and the, your quarter water fucking juice box uh, just... Melted popsicle juice or whatever the hell, that all these people are real. Are you ain't gonna eat that shit, man? This shit is like a piece of bologna and two slices of hard fucking stale bread. No, I'm not gonna eat that shit. Like all I'll that shit it. is real, dude. That's crazy. All that sh- or peanut butter and jelly, bologna, like just thin layer mayonnaise or peanut butter and jelly. But that's real. That's just like that's real. crazy. Everybody said that, and I, I've never seen like everyone's like that's exactly what it's like, man. That's a, that that is the and literal. You just, and you just sit there. You just sit and wait, and you just look at that clock. And it's and cold. You, it's cold. Yeah, you put your arms inside <laughs> your shirt. You get a roll of toilet paper and make a pillow out of it. Like it's real. You're man. always sitting between two people talking about dumb shit, and they're talking around you. Right. Yeah, man, it's real. And you can't move, and they they like they look at you crazy. You get offended. You yeah, they get offended. Yeah, man, it's 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 absolutely the realest holding cell booking scene I've ever seen in my life. Man. The only thing I and, don't... and, and and this guy's basically, uh, uh, you know, he's not writing you know, hundred million dollar movies, but he knows things that people that have done this for a living yes. don't understand. Yes. You know? all these guys writing crime procedurals. And you know this is what he comes up with, just doing it in a yes. sitcom where you wouldn't even say, "Oh, that's something we even need to show in a sitcom." Yeah. You know, it's crazy, man. He he knows how to touch that nerve. He knows what it's like. Like he like last night's episode, the bougie party. That I've, we've all been to one. We've all been. We've to one. all been to one. <laughs> and we've it's all exactly been to one. like that. And, and you feel the, you felt the awkwardness uh, and the, just that. Air of just being uncomfortable. We all know a Craig. We all that, know a Craig. We've all met a white dude that's blacker than you, like <laughs> that that downs you for not having done his black, hasn't lived his quote unquote black experience. Dude, I was just like, this is this is so me, and I hate I hate like sound like a dick riding dude like that. But I'm like that's exactly what it's like everywhere I go. Yeah, yeah, I just watch shit and I just see how dumb shit is, and I'm just like ah. 
And it's only recently in life that I'll actually tell people, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? This shit is dumb. <laughs> I'm going home. Right, right. But it's right. great. The only thing I don't like about this show is that it's only 10 episodes this and season. Yeah, the, the next one is the season finale. <sighs> I'm not. I'm not ready for it, and I need something to fill that space. Dude, it's gonna take so long. Why can't they, like? Why can't they just Netflix everything and just like, yo, we're just gonna buy three seasons of this at once and film it in Australia and then tell us about it like right before the month before it drops, <laughs> so we can watch all eight seasons or something uh, like that all at once. I'm just. I'm so ready for it, man. Uh, anyway, I'm. I'm. I'm, th- I'm very thankful for that show. Um, we need more like this. And, and, and the thing is, this show and Insecure and even Blackish. There's a Dear White People show coming out. Dear White People's coming out. These shows prove. And then, here's the thing Atlanta broke all kinds of records for viewership. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, and, and I know at least the first two or three episodes did, which tells me. Oh, yeah. The, they aggregated the social media, the media, the outside media, and then the, yeah. the actual effects. Yeah. So that, that tells me that it's not just us watching this. It's, right. it's a very diverse group of people. So there is an audience for people who tell our stories, so to speak. Or and authentic stories. Authentic stories, not, not, an, out, not contrived out, stories. Right, not but, an outsider or ones with extreme bias and extreme agenda, correct. Tyler Perry and so on and so forth. I mean, look. I'm sorry. Number one movie in America right now. Medea, Boo, Halloween, or whatever the hell. I'm not even sure if that's us buying those tickets, to be honest with you. It's like the people nah. that buy Kevin Hart movies at this nah. point. If you like Kevin Hart, you probably going to like Medea, too, because they're yeah. literally like the same person. Yeah. yeah. I, that's I, the same comedy. I, if you, I if you do don't it. like Medea and you like Kevin Hart, why? Yeah. I want to know why. I, I, because they're the same. It's a, no, the same. Everyone that I know that wants to see one of those movies wants to see both see, of them. Wants to see both, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't know of anyone that only wants to see one. Um, I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> I, I want to focus on the positive. But it just shows that, it, and it's not just black people watching Atlanta and it's, Insecure it's not, and so right. forth. There's a very diverse group of people. Who's watching it? So people want to see our stories. I think people are realizing that, you know, it's sad that it's happening in 2016 that black people aren't a monolith, you know? Right. It, you know, it's, it's we had to do it really extreme in the 90, in the <laughs> 80s with the Cosby show. Yes. And, you know, go all, hey, there's no black doctor or lawyer or whatever the hell, you know. But it's, it's finally starting to actually sink into people's minds. Right. And the general populace said, hey, look, we don't have to play these kinds of roles. We can... Do what we want to do. We can be us. And right. Y'all are going to like this shit because this shit is real, son. And it's funny. These are people you know. Yeah. You know, it's the opposite of girls. Those are people those people know, though. A show which I've never seen, so I don't even those know are, it. But that's the thing. Those are people that those people know. Though. Yeah. The pe- I, I don't understand why some of us are fans of girls. But that, but that's why I said it's the exact well I shouldn't say the exact uh, uh, opposite gotcha, but it's gotcha, it's the gotcha. same plain but different audience like, yeah yeah absolutely the things that people say about girls we're saying about Atlanta and Insecure yeah those so. two shows in specific yeah so um, I think that's all we got for this time that's all um, I got join us next time <laughs> <laughs> whenever that might be in the far future in the near far future. Quote, where, unquote, tomorrow. Where we will... Uh, the, the black mirror tomorrow. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just saying. Put tape over the camera on your laptop. 
Um, check Get out. actual malware from a reputable source. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Just and remember to send me five stars every time you see me on the street. I'm sabotaging myself, dude. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Start I, would get, I, would, I would be that dude riding around like the quad. <laughs> like that would be me because I'm <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm not. I can't live in society. Like my my social media score would be like a zero point something. No, nah, I'm gonna be that dude like just riding around just giving people zero, ones. just, <laughs> just one, 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 one everywhere I go. And the the guy, the, the the rental place or whatever. It wasn't a meaningful interaction. <laughs> As he's watching porn on his phone. I'm going to get that uh, K2Z to uh, K1 adapter now since that's probably going to be the only car that I can. <laughs> Go ahead and stock up on your car adapters now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, join us next time where um, we will um, discuss whatever is relevant at the time, at least what, to us. What, is there anything coming out in the next couple of weeks? This is a weird part of the season. It's a weird part of the season. Yeah. I'm waiting for Rick and Morty to come back. Because I want to talk about that. Do you watch well, that show? But here's the thing. We can always find gems on Netflix. That's true. Which, we might, we yeah, might just do to, that. You need to catch up on Glitch so we can actually yeah. talk about it next. We'll do it. We'll do it. Catch and up I, on Glitch and we'll, I'll, I'll find something <laughs> like some, on Hulu or some shit. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? I want to watch Man in the High Tower. Man in the High Castle? High Castle, yeah. I tried it. I watched the first couple episodes. No, I, was, is that I, I'm, I can't. I can't say it's bad. There were just more interesting things on at the time, and okay. I was just like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that." Um, I'm getting into Quarry. I need to get uh, what is that on Showtime? On Showtime or how, how many? How many? How many episodes Stars. so far? I don't know. That's, that's I've, I've only watched the first three so far, and then I got sidetracked. But well, it, I'm a paperback that then. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. All and right. uh, it's a good replacement for, I don't know if you watched Banshee. <laughs> Banshee was like My a guilty pleasure. My cousin actually was an associate producer on Banshee. Oh. Yeah. That, that show was a guilty pleasure. I liked it. I saw, and I probably should have saw more, seeing yeah. as my cousin is like over <laughs> Shout out to, to you, Rare Form 1906. Ooh. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, that it's uh, it kind of takes over stylistically from that. I feel so. It, I heard it's like kind of true bloodish in, in in the way that it, no, the way the story's told. No, oh, is it dealing with vampires? No, not vampires, but the the so true blood kind of has a certain amount of quiche. You know, no, no, nah, I, I wouldn't say that. Nah, about true blood or about uh, about, about true? Uh, well, wait. Are you talking? Are we talking about Banshee? No, we're talking about uh, Quarry. Quarry. Nah, uh, I I would say that about Banshee because Banshee took some very some stylistic liberties, I should say, um, for the sake of being dynamic. Quarry seems a bit more grounded. It, it's more gritty. Like I said, I've only watched three episodes, so it's it's still early for me to give you any kind of judgment on it. But it's just one that I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna finish watching it. I'm definitely gonna check that one out. Um I gotta catch up on high maintenance so we can talk about that one as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we're sitting around talking about what we're gonna talk about. They can just wait until next time to find out. I, I think this is just a conversation for us. <laughs> <laughs> we we stopped the show like five minutes ago. Anyway, yeah, join us on trade paperback next time, whenever that time is. Hope you enjoy it. Um, just hit us up when you see us on the webs 
and let us know your opinion is probably wrong, but we'll take it. Ours is always right. It's just you gotta just just Every just time. deal with it. Every time. You must deal. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.